Hey guys, in today's episode of the Olympic Coaching Podcast, we're going to be talking about sleep. Uh, this is a really important part of our lifestyle, and I don't think it gets enough attention in the space right now when we're all focusing on getting the maximum out of our work, out of our day, and uh, we have so many things to stimulate us to keep us up late at night and uh, wake us up early in the morning uh, that sometimes sleep becomes the first thing to go. And so I just want to talk about the importance of sleep here a little bit in this episode. Not going to go too into detail, but just give you some basics. So if you are a kid grown up, then most likely you're going to need more than eight hours of sleep. Uh, But once you get up to adult age, whenever you're uh, past your 20s, you're probably going to need Uh, around an average of eight hours of sleep a night. And that's been a common recommendation for a a number of years, but they've been doing more and more studies on why is that important. And uh, as we get older and older, um, more and more likely we're going to have more broken sleep. Like as as you get older, you have different aches and pains and uh, things can break your sleep easier. And so that's why um, several um, elderly people will need to take naps throughout the day. So or get more sleep at night, sleep for longer hours. Anyways, why is eight hours important? And what is sort of like the uh, cutoff? Like when is it gonna be like detrimental to my health? Um, really like eight hours, you know, seven to eight hours would be like the best average. You know, that's, that should be ideal of your average. Yeah, you're definitely gonna have nights where you sleep less. Maybe you have something heavy on your mind. Maybe you have a, a late night out with friends or uh, maybe you are, uh, new parents and you have a a newborn that's been waking you up a lot and so you just lose your sleep but overall the long term you're going to want to have more of an average of seven to eight hours of sleep Um, if you consistently get less than six less than that average of seven to eight then you end up accumulating what's called sleep debt and uh, sleep debt is basically like what happens in our sleep is this is our, our, our body's recovery chamber. Like we go deep into sleep. It's where a lot of our growth happens. Like your, your hair and your nails grow more at night than they do during the day. Your body does a lot of physical repair. Um, your immune system is, is revitalized. Your body does a lot of filtering and everything throughout the night. And uh, if you're not sleeping enough, it's going to affect your recovery. It's going to affect your immune system. It's going to affect your digestion. It's going to affect your cognitive abilities. And so you may be thinking right now, oh, maybe I shouldn't do that all nighter for uh, my test that I have coming up or uh, for that work project that I have. Um, Because if you're not getting the sleep that you need, your body's not functioning optimally. And so what studies have found is that if you accumulate up to 50 hours of sleep debt, so that means for chronically for a while, you're just getting very little amount of sleep you're quickly heading towards sickness. Um, like 50 hours is sort of that, that cap, like you're almost guaranteed you're gonna get some kind of sickness where you're gonna crash and burn um, and have to recover. Um, and it, it's not about like making, it, it's not about like you can't like go ahead and erase that debt where you're gonna sleep for like 10 hours a night for the next two weeks and you're gonna make it all up. Uh, but if let's say you get like four hours of sleep last night, you're going to really need to make that up over the next couple of nights before you feel normal again. You can tell whenever your sleep debt is kind of uh, rewrited itself. 
And so that's why if you get one night of less sleep the next night, if you can get to bed earlier or if you can sleep a little longer, then you're going to feel a lot better. Uh, the people who have the best sleeping regimen or the, the best sleep regularly are going to be the people that get sick the least, the people that um, have a, a better functioning body. Um, so, and yeah, there's other things that are always included involved or included in an overall healthy lifestyle like diet and exercise but we're just addressing sleep today um and so how can you get better sleep um i think it's good to remember that less is more a lot of times be it with work be it with uh your uh social life be it with uh, social media or your screen time um being willing to shut it off to prioritize yourself and your own health is really important to get it, a lot of good sleep. And so in quality sleep is going to mean that you, a room with a cooler temperature, some airflow um, is going to give you a lot better sleep. If you can keep it really dark and quiet in the room or at least have some kind of uh, noise blocking uh, like a sound machine or anything, if you live in, a, in the mid- middle of a very loud city, a lot of outside noise um, things are going to help create that good sleeping environment and uh, in in my coaching I actually do a lot of uh, coaching on sleep uh, or coaching on creating a wind down routine where encourage people to sort of choose a time a night that you're going to have a goal to go to bed and then 30 minutes to an hour is when you start your routine and do whatever routine works for you for some people uh, shutting off all the screens is going to be a great idea. So you're not stimulating your mind or your thoughts, um, or even just your eyes and your brain through that screen being on. Uh, for some people, it is uh, you know putting the phones and, and screens down and just reading a physical book or reading your Kindle or something like that. Uh, taking a shower, getting cleaned up, you know, brushing your teeth, you know, not eating anything for any more in this in this wind down routine. Uh, because even eating right before bed is going to create your your digestive system is going to be active, so it's going to hinder your sleep if you have too much of a meal right before bed. And so, all these things can be included in a wind down routine. You know, doing what works for you to help you shut your mind off. Um, you know, for me, my mind is always running with different ideas. Sometimes it actually helps me to physically write something down on a piece of paper so I can get it off my mind. Or if I tell my wife about it, um, if I tell her about uh, tell her about it, then it's like okay, it's it's off. I got it out. I said it out loud, and so now I can leave it until tomorrow. And so these are important parts of a wind down routine, and uh, and even like having access to natural light waking you up in the morning. If you have the alarm clock that's that's going off in a pitch black room, uh, it can be really hard to come out of sleep, but if you're limiting your sleep, if you're getting less than that seven to eight hours of sleep, then what that is, it's limiting the amount of deep sleep that you get. Um, you talk about REM cycles, um, rapid eye movements. And so you don't reach these REM cycles until the latter third of your night's sleep. And so like that means in the last 30% of your full night of sleep is whenever you're having deeper, more quality sleep. And so if you're cutting off part of that sleep, if you're getting a couple hours less sleep, you might be missing a full one to two REM cycles, which is going to leave you feeling groggy, turning to caffeine and stuff. 
to get through your day. And so if you are wondering like, oh, I think I get enough sleep, um, but I'm, I'm not sure, I'd like to know. One of the easiest indicators for you to know that you need to get a little bit more sleep, at least for one night, is after lunch. If after lunch you're feeling just a little bit tired, like you feel like you need a nap or you feel like you need a little caffeine kick, that is evidence that you are having some sleep debt. You need to try to make up some sleep there. You need to try to take care of yourself and try to wind down and get some good sleep. So that's one of the best tips I've ever heard um, that I've ever got is just like, well, okay, if I'm feeling tired after lunch and I feel like I'm not going to make it through the day, I'm feeling that major slump, then I need to try to get some more sleep and I need to try to do some things to take care of myself better physically. So here's some tips on sleep for you. So if you like this podcast, let me know. If you want to um, hear on different topics, then shoot me a message on Instagram at uh, lymphitcoaching or caleb.lymphit. These are on Instagram. So I'd love to hear more about topics you want to hear about and I'll hit you on the next episode.